When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Amateur hour as ever here on Ash James. The Fantasy Football Show. Hello, everybody, and for the benefit of those listening to the audio, you're listening to Ash James, my regular YouTube live stream, where I welcome questions from the YouTube community on anything football related or even if people want to ask some non-football questions i'll probably answer them as well uh to timestamp this it's just gone 12 p.m uk time on friday december the first uh in terms of my fpl team no transfers made as yet obviously got jared bowen flagged and ollie watkins i think is probably going to be okay uh bowen's very much up in the air Need some information from press conferences, but even with the two flags, I might be rolling this week because at the moment I've got Ming Sun sitting on the bench. Like every week for me, it's looking at routes to Mo Salah and it just doesn't really work for me. I will certainly be captain Erling Haaland this weekend because I think he might go a bit mental against my team on Sunday, for which I'll be standing in the freezing cold quite high up at the Etihad. Right, let's get into the questions. Colin Johnston is first. Says, hi, James. Love the concept, mate. Bowen to Mbumo. Have Saka, Salah, Sun, and Palmer. Yeah, I had this um, discussion with with one of our patrons the other day, actually, he was deliberating the, the same thing. And I think I asked myself, like, consider both ways of it and how do you feel? Like, if you go Bowen to Bumo, I think that you rest easy, you sleep well. He's definitely playing against Luton today, uh, tomorrow, sorry. Whereas if you do it the other way and you don't do it, subject to what's on your bench, obviously. But if you don't do it, do you sit there and regret on Sunday if Bowen doesn't play? So I think, look, Bumo's next four fixtures are absolutely great. You know, Luton, Luton, I mean, to be honest, even just the next three, Luton, Brighton and Sheffield United are three. Absolutely brilliant fixtures for him. They're three of the best offensive play, um, offensive fixtures any player can have. So I think it's probably one where I don't particularly want to get rid of Jared Bowen personally, but I also already have Bumo in my team. If I hadn't, then I'd be making the move I think he was priority for me. That's why I got him in as cover last week in case Bowen didn't play. And that's what I got. So, yeah, I think if that's your option, Colin, I would probably do it. Uh, Voice Verta says, hello, James. Hope you're doing well. Bench one from Diaby, Palmer, Bowen, assuming he's fit. Uh, Watkins, Darwin, Nunes certainly wouldn't bench the two forwards. Um, it's probably Diaby with a little bit of reluctance, but I'm not absolutely certain that he's going to start on Sunday actually as I said on Monday's pod I think um, Leon Bailey was was great when he came on actually he played obviously a very different role um, but I can see him starting on Sunday actually so I think from that would be Diaby. JP says hi James thoughts on kudos on both fantasy games there's more than two but I'm going to presume you mean FPL and Sky because that's the two that I cover 
yeah, reasonable. The only thing is, obviously, we think he missed out last night because of illness. So for Sky, look, you'll obviously see the team on Sunday. It's it's probably not buying FPL this week. Maybe one to come back to next weekend after West Ham have been to Tottenham might be the best way of looking at it. We may get some update later today on, on Kudos, but it's probably a not buying FPL. If he's in the team on Sunday and you see it for Sky, yeah, absolutely reasonable get. Probably give you captaincy coverage for the, the Brighton game on January the 2nd, I think that is as well. Um, start Solanke or Palmer is another question from JP. I think it's Solanke. Yeah, I think so. Um, and who should I move cash to? Two million in the bank. The Sells and Poro, my other defenders. That's for Sky Fantasy. Um, Poro, the Sells. I mean, it's probably it's an Arsenal player, isn't it? But it doesn't make sense. Uh, and I think it's one in all seriousness, JP. Would have be looking at maybe he's moving it on in forthcoming games. Or if he doesn't start on Sunday, you've got your choice for a number of teams. I, I think one maybe even still is Shimikas. Uh, so if Cash doesn't play Sunday, maybe to Shimikas. I realise that puts even more money in the bank. Um, but I think that's perfectly fine. If you want to spend the money with the two million in the bank, I know you've got the sales, but perhaps Kieran Trippier next Thursday might be another option to consider as well. Uh, Hollis Stamos says, Hello, James. Diavi to Palmer or roll the free transfer and probably do same move next week. Um, but I think if you know you're going to go there anyway, I'd probably do it because of Palmer's fixture against Bright, uh, Brighton on Sunday. So if, you, if you're if you absolutely sure that's the move you're going to make either way, then I would do it this week. Uh, Nikolai says, happy Friday, James. Hope you and the fam are good. Desperate to get the robot back. He's minus eight too much. My moves would be Trippier, Foden, Bowen, uh, Watkins to Pinnock, Cliver, Mbumo, and Haaland. What's going on there, mate? What have you written here? Um, I, I, I'm a little bit confused, mate. So many players here. Doesn't, that doesn't make sense, I'm afraid. But uh, on the face of it, he's a minus eight for Haaland too much. Uh, not if you think he's going to do what I think he might do on Sunday to my team. Um, also factor in game week 15 captains. You like, what's your plan? So if you don't intend to captain in game week 15 and you're going with say Salah at Sheffield United, which is perfectly reasonable, for example, or an Arsenal player at Luton or a you know son against West Ham, whatever alternative, then probably no, wouldn't, uh, not for a minus eight. I don't think probably one too many for me. Uh, JP says, Doku good for either fantasy games. Yeah, reasonable pick. I, I think he probably does start on Sunday, but he's not going to start all of the next three. I wouldn't have thought for Manchester City. He's obviously in competition with Jack Grealish. So as though he's, although he's great on the eye, it's probably a no from me. Um, so Nikolai's saying, thinking the injury uncertainties with Bowen and Watkins allows. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's a case to say both are potentially expendable. As I said at the top, I'd, I'm pretty confident Ollie Watkins will, should be fine for this weekend. Uh, Andrew Grunin says, Hi, James. I know normally don't like minus fours and defenders, but how about a minus four to remove either Cash or Rudoggy to Gabriel? No Arsenal defender and my other starters are Trent and Trips. So, okay, let's say Arsenal keep clean sheet this weekend. Could he get bonus? Yeah, of course. Can he score? Yeah, of course. But realistically, you need bonus or 
uh, an attacking return, which that will obviously bring bonus with it, to make the minus four worthwhile. I, I just, I'm never a fan of it unless you're getting in someone that's really offensive, like a Trippier or a Trent, for example. So, Cash and Destiny Doggy as well might both be more useful to you in game week 18 than an Arsenal defender. So, listen, would you rather have Gabriel this weekend? Yes, sure, absolutely. For minus four, you kind of already said it at the top, Andrew. No, I'm not keen. I'm not keen. I'm actually backing Wolves to score this weekend, if that helps as well. Uh, JP wants to know about Pinnock as well. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a reasonable one in the short term, but you need an awareness of game week 18 and the fact that obviously they blank. But yes, he would be the Brentford defender to go to. Andrew Gronin says, uh, fear cash minutes and tired of dogs filling his pants every week when 1v1 in on goal. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, I know there's a lot of people looking to get rid of Matty Cash and, and I understand it. I think he's he's no by no means a guaranteed starter this week either. But I mean, he probably does start would be my guess. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't. And it might even be that for me, I'm benching him every week, but he's very useful for me in game week 18. So what's the longer term plan? Consider that. Um, I'm in a I'm in a different position to many because of the 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 core strength of my squad. Like I'm not carrying your Kaboris or Macatees or Semenyos and stuff like that. Like I've got 13 outfield players that are genuine selection choices for me every week. So it might be for me. Like I said, I could even bench him in the next four. My plan is to bench him this week. He's useful for me in game week 18. I completely get for others. You're going. Oh, I need to move him. So I understand that but I'm still not particularly keen on the minus form. Uh, SUFC says, Hi, James. What would be your views on a Haaland triple captain this week with Spurs defensive injuries along with a high line? Also, your thoughts on Doku as FPL, non-FPL, if he can nail down that spot over Grealish. But if he nails it down, sure, great. But that's as answered for the previous question. I'm not massively keen on it. Um, Haaland triple captaincy. Like I've said that I think he'll go off. I've actually said on our Patreon podcast <laughs> this morning that I said he's more likely to get five this weekend and not score is what I've said. But I don't know, really. Are we are we looking at that and going, that's the best opportunity all season? Um, where we're at with game with 20, we always said if we got to this day and there was no announcement, then we'd have to have an awareness that the Brentford game's possibly not going in there. Um, and I think it's beginning to look like it might not. But even still, Sheffield United at home in that week. They've got Burnley at home in game week 22, which is off the back of like the FA Cup fourth round. So I think there's other opportunities. And I've just noticed, guys, that my laptop is not charging. So I've got to run off the screen for half a second. Bear with me. Amateur hour as ever here on Ash James. Uh, JP says, start Johnston or Ariola. Uh, Ariola, I think, home fixture. I'd give West Ham the edge at the weekend. Uh, Bets1604 says, hey, James, should I take a minus four to remove Turner for Raya? I'm thinking of playing him for the next two, then moving on to Sanchez. I also have Ariola's backup if Ramsdale played instead. Cheers. So pretty confident David Raya will play for Arsenal, but it, that's even more of a case, you know, answering before about minus four for defender, minus four for a keeper when you've got a decent keeper already. And I know Ariola's frustrating, right? The thing is as well on Raya and Gabriel, etc. the next two fixtures are great. 
And actually, Arsenal's fixtures really longer term up till basically end of March are really good. So I get it as long-term decision-making. But do you really want Raya in goal for Villa, Brighton and Liverpool, 16 to 18? I mean, West Ham's fixtures over the same three game weeks are Fulham away, Wolves at home, Manchester United at home. I feel I'd rather have Ariola. So I get it. Ariola's not got a bad fixture this weekend. You've got a Palace that have lost Decore probably for the season. And obviously Eze's injured as well. For minus four, it's a, it's a big no for me on that one, mate. JP says, should I bench Dean for a second Newcastle defender starting Lascelles, Gabriel, Maguire on the bench too? Uh, wouldn't be keen on playing Maguire at, at Newcastle this weekend. Playing double Newcastle is absolutely fine. So, like, I'm going to, as it stands, I'm going to play Lascelles over cash this week. So, I would probably advise, yeah, to go with a second Newcastle. Not back in a clean sheet, though, I should add that. Tiffy Ferreira says, uh, sell kudos for Bumo. Kudos got illness, and I don't expect Moyes to give anything away in the press comments. I think it's very similar to what I'd said about the Boeing situation. Like, are you kicking yourself if you, if you don't do it? Also, even adding that, say Bumo doesn't return this week, going into next week, I think you'd feel better about Bumo at Brighton than kudos at Tottenham, even with Tottenham's defensive issues. Romero's obviously back for the game on, on Thursday night, which will be a big help. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably prioritise getting Bumo in and that. Tiffy also has free hit game week 18, your faults. Well, as ever with these, um, it's circumstantial based a lot on where you are, right? So, for me, it's just not on not on the table. So, I reckon that there's a, a fair chance that I could, could end up in game week 18 with Treble Tottenham, Treble Villa, Treble Newcastle. I think they've got the three best fixtures in that game week. Um, and therefore, why would I would I consider it? And I'll be wildcarding straight afterwards, and probably keeping a little bit from those three teams. Actually, Newcastle possibly not. There's one more good fixture against Nottingham Forest. Villas are good for a while afterwards, and actually, Tottenham's are, are good for a while afterwards as well. So for me, and it's not I'm not like oh, I've got to get nine, not at all. But I'm not in. I'm not going to be in a position unless I suffer injuries where. I'm going to be looking bad for game with Katie. I think I'm going to be in pretty good shape with the way I've set up. Now, again, it's easier for me because I'm not carrying these Kabore, Charlie Taylor type players going into that game week, right? So for me, it's quite comfortable to move through this. Now, if you're in a position, you go, well, I'm selling Son and Watkins this week. And like 18 is kind of the reminder in your head, right? If you're selling, those are probably the two best captaincy options in that game week. Consider that before you sell. Um, and you can still sell. It's absolutely fine. But if you're miles away, like I get why people want to look at it. But I still think it will be more useful later in the season. I don't think there's going to be too many that land in game week 18 and go, oh, I've got five from City Brentford. And, and even if you do, like take a minus four and get a couple of players in. Um there's every case to say, you know, dip Haaland out. If you don't go Watkins, right? There's a strong case to say, just get Watkins versus Sheffield United and reverse the transfer the following week for those moving through. So obviously a lot are going to have Bumo. A lot are going to have Haaland. And I think the other thing that really puts people off is Liverpool playing Arsenal. So there might be people like me at the moment have Shimikas and Saliba as an example. You think, oh, I don't really want to play him in that. But is it the worst thing in the world? Really? to play Liverpool and Arsenal players against each other. The rest of the fixtures in 18 
aren't particularly terrible for for anyone. I mean, those who've got the hardest fixtures, yes, Arsenal and Liverpool against each other. United going to West Ham, like he's not terrible. Palace against Brighton, if you have any of that, it's not terrible. Everton are at Tottenham, Sheffield United are at Villa, Luton have got Newcastle. That's that's the worst of it, right? So I don't think the game week's bad enough to see the upside particularly. Yes, Villa, Tottenham, Newcastle particularly have good fixtures in that game week, but Newcastle were away. And we've seen, you know, Liverpool and Crystal Palace have difficulty at Luton recently. Uh, Tottenham have Everton at home. Everton's away performances have been, or certainly at least results, have been better than their home results. Sure, Villa got a great fixture. But I've already just said that, you know, if you're not on Watkins, maybe just go Haaland to Watkins and then reverse it the following week. So I don't think it will be for for many. I understand it, but I don't think it'll be many. And I do think there'll be better use for that later in the season, either to cover against the FA Cup quarterfinals or to be aggressive in game week 34 or 37. Uh, Dermot Whelan says, hey, James, hope all is well. Two questions. Is Keller for Turner worth it? Who'd start out of cash and Charlie Taylor? Cheers. So Keller's off the table for me. I spoke about it on Monday being a, a gift if Allison was ruled out till New Year. Now the information is that Allison's targeting game week 17. So I get it. If if you're looking at team, I'm really happy. I want to go Turner to Keller. Many of you will be paired up with Ariola, and you want to play Keller in the next three fixtures. Cool. Perfectly fine with that. For me as a Sam Johnston owner, and go, all right, I've got three fixtures of, of Keller. Yeah, I would play him. But then... Allison might be back and Johnston walks into Manchester City. Don't solve any problem for me. And Turner's my other keeper, right? So I'm not going Johnston to Keller, which is what I might have done if they'd said, yeah, Allison's out till New Year. So I get it. I, I understand why people want to go there. I think his value won't fly up like Shimikas's did because he's a goalkeeper, right? And it's just less, less transfers generally on goalkeepers. So he's probably a no in most scenarios, I think. But if you have the luxury to make that switch, fine. In terms of cash, Charlie Taylor, well, for the second week running, I'm going to back Burnley for a clean sheet. And I was wrong last week, and I might be wrong this week. But yeah, I, I think in a lot of circumstances, I'd I'd play the Burnley defender. The only ones I'm backing for clean sheets this week are Burnley, Brentford, and Liverpool. They're the only ones I'm backing. So... I mean, for me, I, I probably Shimikas is, is the only one I'm expecting from a clean sheet perspective. Uh, DTAF says, hi, James. I'm sorely tempted by a minus four in Isak, but this wasn't on plan, which was includes offloading Diaby next week and sorting the defence of Maguire, Gabriel, Lascelles, Taylor. And Shimikas, I don't think that's terrible. Um, should I ignore Isak? Thank you for the great content. Very welcome. So Isak's very much on radar for me for sort of 17, 18. And if, say, Emery came out today and went, well, do you know what? Ollie Watkins got a big problem. He's going to be out for a few weeks. Or Pep said Alvarez was out. Then he and Nunes are obviously come straight under consideration for me. Um, I, I can't go Alvarez to either in one move, actually. But I can, obviously, from Watkins. Um, but my, my thought process in terms of me building towards 18 is almost leave Newcastle till last. And the, the reason for that is just the complications on the sheer volume of fixtures. So with this, you've got to consider this, right? Obviously, Newcastle at home this weekend, he plays, no problem. Thursday is Everton away. Then it's Sunday, Tottenham. Then it's Wednesday, Milan. Then it's Saturday, Fulham. Now, he is not starting all four of them games. And I'm pretty certain he'll start against Milan. So 
I want to be in a position where coming into the Fulham game, I'm going, right, do I think he plays this? If I think he plays it, then I probably get him. Also, after Fulham played Chelsea in the Carabao Cup court final on the Tuesday. So Newcastle's run from the Everton game is Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Uh, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So there's five games in, what, 12 days. He And he probably doesn't play at Chelsea, it's worth saying, I would say, in the Carabao Cup. So it might just be with him, I go, okay, he'll be the last one I get maybe for looting away in game week 18. So it's more of a watching brief. That said, similar applies with a Nunes. Like, I don't think I, I don't think we could look at any Liverpool player and say with confidence he's definitely going to play all three games in the next week. Now, most the most likely, you know, the likes of Virgil van Dijk almost definitely will, but your Shimikasses, your Diaz, your Nunes, even Salah to a small extent, there's no guarantee they start all three of those games. So we have to we have to be aware of congestion over this period. So I don't mind getting his like great shout for this week. Um if I was free hitting this week, he'd probably be under consideration, for example. She's not a bad player to buy, and you just need to look ahead and be aware of that. Uh, CM Punk, look in my eyes. That was mad, wasn't it? Uh, 2310 says, uh, 5 million defender in Sanchez. Sanchez. Uh, oh, Robert Sanchez. Or James and Ariola. Also, what are your thoughts on Newcastle defenders, especially Livramento and Lascelles? So, uh, I, you know, I spoke at length on Monday's pod about Reese James. Obviously, he's unavailable this weekend, so it's no good to you because he's suspended. But he's certainly not at peak condition. And again, he's won. You know, if you want him in for that game week 16 run, fine. But, like, I'd wait till game week 16. On the Newcastle defenders, Lewis Hall obviously offers competition for Livramento, but I thought... Uh, Livermento has done really well recently. His involvement in the goal in Paris on Tuesday night was outstanding. Um, it looks like he's going to play left back at the moment with Tripp staying on the right hand side. That's fine. Doesn't make him a huge offensive prospect, but obviously from that side, technically he can come inside and shoot or lay a ball off as he did per that goal on on Tuesday. So he's a really good player. I think his fitness levels will look pretty good considering how long he was out. And I think he'll play the majority. But again, it's the same as the Isak thing, right? He ain't playing all of them. I mean, there's a chance Trips doesn't play all of them. Whereas Lascelles keeps playing, I think, until Botman's back. There's not huge alternatives. The latest on Botman was he's responding well to treatment. We haven't got a timeline. So certainly in Lascelles' case, I think next three is highly likely. 17-18, we have to just keep an eye on what's happening with with Botman. So there is a small preference on the cells for me. Clearly, there is greater upside with Livramento, but there is also greater risk. Milan Rizavi says, hey, James, have three options. Would you do? Saka Sun Watkins. Oh, my God. Um, to Bumo Palmer Holland from minus four. Or Bowen Saka Archer to Palmer Bumo Isak from minus four. Or Bowen Cash to Bumo Pinnock, two free transfers, captain Mo in all. Uh, if you captain Mo anyway, again, I, I, you, you're looking to shove a lot of out there for Haaland. The picks of Bumo and Palmer are very good. Um, getting rid of Saka this week does not feel right at all, mate. At all. So, no, I think it's going to be the, the two free transfers on the end, I think. But again, you're buying two Brentford players. What's the impact on game week 18? 
Uh, JP says, start Wood or a Dingra? Probably Chris Wood, I, I think, probably this week. Daniel Cullerton says, do you think Doku could match Bumo until the blank? I'm bored of going template and want to spice it up. Could he? Yeah, of, of course, mate. But we've got guaranteed minutes, really, with Bumo, and we just don't have that with Doku. So, sorry, I am going to give the boring answer to that. Greg Frost says, hi, James. Are you keen on Isak and Gordon ahead of their fixture run? Isak have covered. But yeah, Anthony, Anthony Gordon could... Could in theory end up in my team by the end of the day. Um, if there was definitive news of Bowen being out, it's probably Gordon I go to, despite what I've said about the rotational stuff. Um, that's probably where I'd go. Palmer's the alternative for me, but I like the idea with my route to 18 of just going, yeah, actually, he's returned in every home game so far. So he's fine. Uh, really good asset. Nicely priced. I think he's proven a lot of us wrong in terms of his performances. He's been very good for Newcastle. Looks a very viable asset. So absolutely fine. And and the difference with him to say Isak is we don't have the history of injury issues of Gordon at Newcastle. Eddie Howe spoke in the summer of about Gordon needing to adapt. And he was beginning to needing to adapt to how Newcastle want to play. So with the energy they use, young legs is obviously important, helpful. I mean, from that extent, Livermento should be able to take it a, a, a lot more than some of the older players, for example. Isak, we know he's just got that injury history, isn't he? Which is a, that's why he's the one I'd want to wait longer for. So Gordon, perfectly reasonable for me. Yes, there will come a point where. Harvey Barnes returns and Joe Willock's not not as bad as first feared as well. They can always play Joe Linton or Willock once he's back on the left-hand side as well. Lewis Hall could even maybe play that role. So does he start every game? That's what people want at this time of year. There ain't many players you can get that answer. So he's definitely going to play every game, particularly for a side that's in other competitions, right? Newcastle have two more games than Tottenham over this period, right? We've got Milan still to come and that Chelsea quarterfinal. Is he going to play all games? No. And again, that, the importance of that Milan game now, I mean, Newcastle definitely playing their best team now. That's three days after Tottenham, which comes three days after Everton, and Milan comes three days before Fulham, which three days before Chelsea. You get the idea. Daniel Cullerton says, uh, does the feed the Scousers chant every team sing need binning off? Seems very strange considering most cities and towns in the UK suffer from poverty. Of course it does, mate. Um, but I have to say, look, I've heard that song chanted for years um, at Tottenham when uh, when Tottenham have played Liverpool or, or Everton. Um there's no place for it now. And I know Luton got pulled up for it recently and they, they issued out a bit of a statement like it was audible on, on the television and stuff. He's definitely stopping. Unfortunately, you'll get enough people will will still do it, unfortunately. But he's definitely, he's got to the stage now where I think most people have an awareness of like, this isn't right. That's not right. So, I mean, of course, that goes without saying it needs binning off. Um, look, we played Liverpool in September. I never heard it. Um, so it does come up more at this time of year. Unfortunately, I think you will get some idiots that will sing it. Um, but I think we are trying to move in the right direction. There's certainly a greater awareness now. People should know that's not right. Whereas I think in the past, people might have looked at it as banter. Uh, Paul Harrison says, hi, James. A Dingra to Palmer from minus four. Worth it. Not for the hit, I don't think. No. And I think a Dingra probably will play again. It's worth saying Brighton had a tough game last night. Really had a tough game. He had 43% of the ball in the first half. 
Uh, Daniel Cullerton says, I know it's early, but is there any teams you'll be targeting in match day six wild card in the Champions League? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> to be honest, Daniel, not really give it much thought. So... Uh, what's the early ones? It's Arsenal's groups, the early ones, isn't it? So um, we might be able to look at lineups from those four teams and try a few things. But no, I, I've not really thought about it yet, Daniel, at all. Um, and there was no point in me thinking about it prior to this week because I was never going to know for certain which games would matter and and which wouldn't. But there'll be some rogue stuff in there. I'll, I'll be honest, Newcastle would, would be in there really because going to go all out against Milan so I, I could certainly see me going ironically in UCL fantasy for that day like Trippier Gordon Isak I, I could see me doing that Peter G says hi James Sky question would you transfer out Dunk if your budget was 8.4 and you can only replace with a defender so it rules you out of Arsenal which I think is probably for Sky is probably the ideal one in the immediate so I use a Shimikas reference again does LaSalle's make it all the way up to January and the overhaul? I think that's questionable, but it obviously puts some money in the bank. Doesn't feel right buying Porro this week. And I think if you were going to do that, it was probably going to be last Sunday. So I still think Shimikas would, would be the solution over the next week that would arguably make that worthwhile. Uh, JP says, a Dingra Bowen to Bumo Palmer, two free transfers, worth it. Yeah, I don't mind that, mate. Sheriff Garber says, hi, mate. If Saar and Bissouma start and maybe Dyer as well, is Haaland still a better captain or Salah against Fulham? Thanks. Um, I don't think it's particularly going to matter who plays for Tottenham from that perspective because he's going to get chances. Everyone gets chances against us. Everyone, even the shit we played, has chances against us. And this guy is not going to miss much, right? The only way he doesn't return on Sunday is if he just has a bad day in front of goal. He will get a chance. I'm near certain of it. We're going to go up there and we're going to try and beat them. I'm so confident of that. Not that we'll beat them, by the way. I'm confident that we're going to go up there and we're going to try. Because um, I think Ange looked at the Wolves' performance. He was like, I'm not doing that again. So Dyer playing would not be better. Um, Holland will still get the run and the jump on him aerially if it's, you know, crosses and crosses are going to be a major problem on Sunday. So Bissouma will play. He's obviously back from suspension. Saar, I, I don't know the status as yet. Angie's press conference is at one o'clock. We need him, certainly. But no, I, the, the personnel, I think from, we've got enough players missing. The personnel is almost irrelevant, really, in terms of in relation to Holland. It's certainly relevant to the game, but in terms of stopping him, no, I don't see that's going to make a difference. I think it will be Emerson and Davis again. John T says, hi, James, start Palmer or Gordon. Excuse me, keep up the great work. Little preference with Anthony Gordon, I think, at the moment. Form horse in home games. JHSUFC says, hi, James, non-FPL question. Wondered if you had seen Isak play live at any Spurs games and just views on him as a player, level he could get to, in your opinion. Um, uh, Callum Wilson played against us when we lost at home to them last year. So I can't remember if Isak came on or or not, but um, they were holding on to a lead at that stage either way anyway. So he destroyed us in the game at St. James's Park. If those remember on my free hit, I'd been screaming that he would he would destroy us in that game where they won 6-1. So yeah, I think he has a big, big high ceiling, Alexander Isak. Um, a lot for him is going to depend on his durability. Because I don't think there's doubt in the talent. 
He doesn't strike me as someone who will ever score excessively. I, I I wouldn't see him, you know, if he played 38 games, do I think he gets 30 goals? No. Do I think he gets 20? Yes. I think he's a very, very good forward. Um, multifunctional, doesn't have any real huge weakness. His teamwork's good. His work ethic's good. His link play's good. He's decent in the air. He's a good finisher. He's quick. So he's got, got dribbling ability. He's got all the facets that you want. So, yeah, there's a real high ceiling for what he could be. It's just, is he going to play enough? He's got to stop picking up these injuries, right? Or otherwise it's going to affect his career massively. Jason Stilling says, hi, James. Bench Poro gay, thanks. Hmm. That's a close one. Are Crystal Palace capable of keeping the clean sheet at West Ham? Yes. Yes. I think slightly gay, personally. I mean, I mean it's still close, even though I think we'll get slats because I think Pedro could provide something at the other end, right? He's on more set pieces now with obviously James Madison out. So it's close, probably just game. Ramiz says, get Bumo or Saka. At this stage, I'd get Bumo. I mentioned on Monday's pod about Saka's underlyings not looking good since he came back from injury. Now I know Arsenal had a very good night in the Champions League in, in midweek. Um, but I think that, and I didn't see any of the game. I've not even seen the goals, if I'm honest. But it, it sounds like what I heard is Lens didn't quite get the memo of what other Premier League teams had, had been doing. And I think Wolves will have that memo tomorrow. So for me, honestly, at this stage, it'd be Bumo. But again, what's, what's your impact potential on 18? Although I suppose you don't, you're not all Saka at Liverpool. And I, I, I'm desperate to have that. That won't be the case. I think Bumo at this stage. Dave too says, hi, James. Can you give us a percentage of confidence City double game week happens in game week 20 or think it'll be kicked down the line? Now, it's a good question. Um, which I should have already had an answer to. I'm down to about 60% at this stage because I, I think there could be an announcement today even, right? And I know from conversations with Ben Krellin, Talon Nadeem and Ian Parrin that we were having on, on Twitter the other day in response to a tweet Ben had, if you want to have a look through that, that there is uh, some thinking that the arrangement slash draw of the FA Cup third round, which that'll be this weekend, could be what the hold up is so there's still a chance next week as well if we're sitting here in seven days and actually let's let's take that back in eight days once the game week 16 deadline has gone and there's no announcement then i think we are down to nearly zero percent what i'd also remind people though is i know people want the double but they've got Sheffield United at home that week anyway. So the interest in Manchester City remains. It's just a little different. And it will kick back where I think the game, if it's not in 20 or 21, which is possible, is likely to be in game week 24 or 25, subject to which week City play in the Champions League. 24, City have Everton at home. 25, they have Chelsea at home. It's still fine and it's still coming soon. And City have a really good run after the Club World Cup that goes into basically March. Their January, February is good and it's strong. So whether the double happens or not, our interest in them will still be there. From the Brentford perspective, take for, say, Bumo, like, does it make a difference whether he's got Man City or not? Oh, yeah, I've got to get Bumo because he's got a double and Man City's the extra fixture. Look, City's the extra fixture. You have a one in or you don't. Plus, obviously, if it's in the second part of game week 20, he's gone to AFCON. 
Because remember, it can be in either midweek, the January the 1st midweek or the January the 8th midweek. And they that both falls into game week 20. But I think at, at this stage, we're down to about 60-ish percent-ish, Dave. And I think if there's no announcement today, I think that probably drops below 50%, I think. And then probably keep taking 5% off every day. That'll be roughly where you're at. Uh, Hanny says, hello, James. Hello, mate. Hope you're well. Uh, Pasky B89. Sorry if I've got that completely wrong. Hi, James. Hope all is well. What do you think of the striker Hokey Koki? For example, Watkins to Darwin now and then Isak in game week 17. Yeah, I've spoken about that as an idea. So going to Nunez for the free games, chaining that into Isak before game week 17. Yep, absolutely fine. If that's your strategy and your plan, I don't mind that. Ramiz says, what are you having for lunch, James? I have no idea. Not 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 thought, not thought about it yet today. To be honest, it's probably going to be like because Fridays are busy for me. He's probably going to be a run to Tesco and and get a, a meal deal or something. Shani Russell says, "Big Jimbo." Oh, I can think about his food now. I might go and get me a chicken burger or something. Shani Russell says, "Big Jimbo brought in eight nori for dunk in Sky. What do I do now? I should have done a James and left that game alone. Have a top weekend, pal. Remember to like the stream, guys. Yeah, it's move it straight on, mate." move it straight on to number of options. I think I think Shimikas at that value still offers absolutely great. The benefit in this scenario as well, in terms of waiting for Sunday, is if you pick up any issues on Saturday, you might go, oh, well, I moved out and that gives me more money to then make a different move. So prioritize a move for Sunday, I think, if you can. Again, Shimikas probably isn't going to start 14, 15 and 16, I don't think. Um, but I think that still might be the best way to go. There's every chance that gives you immediate returns on Sunday. Yeah, I know he's got to go. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but the word is four weeks out. So it's not four weeks out, though, is it? That's like seven fixtures. So he's got to go. Aaron Lever says, hi, James. Would you take a minus four to do Eze, Sun and Ferguson out for Sterling, Boomer and Nunes? Or just do Sun and Ferguson out for Boomer and Nunes for free? Thanks. So this means not going Sterling yet and holding Eze for a little bit more. So what we're actually saying here is, is Sterling worth the minus four? Well, I guess part of the question there is, if you if you don't do it, like what plays instead? So it almost becomes effective over your first sub rather than Eze. So I can't really answer that without knowing who that is. But on the face of it, if you've got a decent first sub, I'd probably let that go. Billy Taylor says, yo, Jimbo, plan is to bring in Bumo this week, but who out of Saka or Son would you sacrifice for him? I can also work it by taking out Watkins with two free transfers, but that doesn't feel right. Again, awareness of 18 doesn't mean you can't sell these players, but you have to have an awareness of it. On the face of it, though, can you go back to Son? Sure. Take, though, it's never as simple, right? To factor this in. So I bought Son at 9. One, I think he's nine point seven. Is is he's gonna? If he hasn't dropped to nine point six, he he will do in the next couple of days or tonight, for example. But I would definitely want him back for eighteen. I'm aware of that. So I sell now. I might be selling and getting what nine point three, and then I'm buying him back at what more expensive, maybe nine five. If I if I wait for late in the day to make sure he's available for game week eighteen, might even still be sort of nine point six ish. And if he does well over this spell, he obviously doesn't drop massively at all. So although we shouldn't be bounded by value in that way, he does he does have an impact, right? That's a player I know I want back. It's the same with Watkins, right? 
I've owned him all season, sitting at 8.5, I think. So is he going to dip down to the 8.2 when I buy him back? Probably not with his consistency. So that does factor in some of the thinking. So, you know, if you've gotten Sun late and you bought at like 9.5, 9.6 or something, I think that's the sale. Saka, you won't be up massively on. You can't be, even if you've owned him all season. You'd be a little bit up, but it's not quite the same. Yet, if I remove that from the conversation and just look at this week and Arsenal playing Wolves and Tottenham going to Manchester City, the right answer would still appear to be to sell Hummingson. That's a roundabout way of saying I wouldn't really want to sell either, which is where I'm at. Torben Nielsen says, would you do Watkins to Isak or Darwin for a minus four? Well, I'm not planning to, Torben. So I could I could do either of those moves for free as it stands because currently I'd be rolling and just going with Watkins at the moment. So I'm not doing it for free. So I'm not going to advise it for a minus four. Um, but again, factoring some of the things that I just said, like Nunes is a great option. Great option to go and get. I get it completely. Isak, I because of what I said earlier, I probably wouldn't at this minute. Definitely not for a minus four. So I'm probably holding Watkins through. So I'm going to say no. Hanny says, is Bumo Darwin a good pick for Capsi over Salah? No Haaland team. Look, one-off game, can Nunes outscore Salah? Yeah, of course he can. I would be Captain Mo under that circumstance, though. Panos says, hi, James. Would you prefer Luis Diaz or Bumo? Bumo. Uh, Vish says, Trips or Trent hold long-term? I can't have the justification for Trent, I'm afraid. Look, over these next few fixtures, would you want to go without? Like, if he's already sitting in your team, no, you'd probably want to keep him. Certainly, at least for the next two, I think. But I, I just can't see the justification for paying three and a half million more for him over Chimikas, who's going to play the majority of these games. We know what Trent's capability is. But I also think if he hadn't scored at City, then it's like people, he scored last week and people started talking about him again. Well, Chimikas got two assists the week before. So I don't think there's justification in, in Trent. Whereas at least with Trips, the upside over his Newcastle teammates, like I get. Joe Pickerel says, hi, James, recently watched a documentary. It's a bit of a random one, but were you at the stadium when Fabrice Mwamba collapsed and were you aware of the situation quickly? Yeah, it's probably... It's probably worst experience I've ever had at a football stadium. Um, It genuinely deeply upset me for days. I couldn't get it out of my head. Couldn't get it out of my head. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I knew. I knew. Um... And it, it was it was troubling. The, the football was was irrelevant. So, yeah, I was absolutely aware that there was a very very serious situation on that football pitch where it 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 was it was certainly aware to me that a, a human being's life was in danger. And um, and thankfully, he pulled through. That was rough, really, really rough. Yeah, it was a Tottenham home game. You know, I was there, right? Uh, Saviour in the Rye. Uh, who do you prefer from now on until 18? Gordon or Palmer? Done this one a few times. I'm going to say Gordon is my answer. MRCX says risk Archer, Bulldog, and Taylor coming from the bench for Bowen, Eze, and Watkins and roll the transfer, make a transfer this way. There's no reason to keep Eze, mate. I think that goes. And you've got brilliant options. Bumo, if you can obviously get there. You've got Palmer, Gordon below. Even you come down further, Thomas Suchek. Uh, Bellegard is not this week, but really good, for, I think, for 15-16 as an option. So 
uh, yeah, Eze's almost got definitely got to go. The others is more questionable. So Taylor coming in is fine, but there's not there's nothing to keep Eze for, mate. Move it on. Jack attacks his high James. What do you think about starting Lascelles and Livramento ahead of Taylor to attack the game because the rest of my team is template? Yeah, fine, but Charlie Taylor's not template either, is he? So I think I'd pick Taylor over Lascelles. I think over Livramento probably not. No, over Lascelles probably yes. FPL Habesha says, "Are you worried about Watkins?" No, mate. Um, I'm not worried about owning him. I'm not worried if he doesn't play this weekend like again i've got a really strong bench so it's fine i don't really worry about these things too much and i do think that he'll play emery said last night he said he was 50 percent rested like 50 percent injury like he felt discomfort on wednesday so they didn't risk him i feel fairly certain if that had been a really important game for villa last night he'd have played so i think he plays sunday Alistair Coper says, hey, mate, have to choose between uh, Cash to Pinnock or Watkins to Darwin. Which would you do? Thanks. Again, what's the 18 impact in sense of going Pinnock? But I, I don't mind that move. For the, It's not as appealing as, as Bumo because like, Brighton away is not appealing for Pinnock. Right? It is for Bumo. It's not for Pinnock. Is Villa at home appealing? Mm. Now, with Pinnock, you probably get a run up to game week 21 which is quite good. So if you've used the wild card, then I get that longer term, you wouldn't have started him at Man City anyway. So it's, it's, I guess it's effective. Doesn't matter from that perspective. So Pinnock's fine. And as I said earlier, I think he's the best Brentford one. Watkins to Darwin is exactly what I said earlier. Do I think like, for example, do I think Nunes outscores Watkins over the next four? Yeah, definitely. But it's also going to cost me two transfers to sell Watkins and bring him back. And that's two transfers that I can use somewhere else. So that might be saving me a minus eight in the long run, right? So consider these sort of things. You'll find the right answer for you. Like if you're free hitting in game week 18, I would say, yeah, go Nunes. I'd be going to Nunes. Um, Pinnock's not really on radar for me, I must say. Whereas Watkins to Nunes might have been. So I think probably the Nunes move. Uh, Voyer says, hey, James, should I start Bulldog or Taylor? If I had to, they face each other. So in a bit of a quandary. Uh, yeah, Taylor. Taylor said earlier, that I think there's every chance for Bernie clean sheet this weekend. As mad as that is. Avatar Legend says, one free transfer only cash to Saliba or Watkins to Darwin or both for a hit. I think the sensible answer I'm going to give you here is William Saliba. Um, Long term, again, use a tool like FPL team to check whether you want to play Saliba in game week 16 to 18. But again, particularly if you've used your wild card, that's a really good pick longer term. Um, I think I may have missed the question out. Sorry. Notorious Nerd. Sorry. Should I keep Solanke for the next six games, considering he has decent fixtures and a good fixture in game week 18? So you went into last week and you're probably thinking, I'm holding him for this period, I'm going to guess, right? And look at that little 17 to 19 spell. Luton, Forest, Fulham's great. The next three aren't, I guess, glamorous. He'll get something in them. See, I don't mind. Like I said, if you don't know where you want to go, then stick with him. Tom Borton says, hi, James, would you hit and catch it to Isak? Have Darwin and Holland would be benching a Dingra. Yeah, I'd be very tempted by that because I don't think Eddie and catch a start. So, yeah, I'd be very tempted by that. Despite... Again, know the risk that I spoke about with Isak earlier. Carl Miller says, hi, James. 
Eze to Gordon or Palmer. I'm going to skip that, mate, because I've done this quite a bit now, but thank you for the question. Uh, Kevin Holmes this afternoon, James needs to find 0.2 to fund Darwin Nunes. 4.8 to replace a Dingra or 5.3 to replace Huang. Any recommendations? Ruled out selling Sun. So I, I don't know if Bellegarde falls into that yet or not. Is he still 4.9? I'm sorry, it's terrible, but I haven't checked the last few days. But if he's 4.8, I don't mind, even though they're playing Arsenal this week, I don't mind that. But two afterwards are pretty good. So that's one for you. Um, a Suchet, you obviously won't be able to go to. Anthony Alanga, you can't go to. Um, failing that, you probably are coming right down to the likes of McAtee, unfortunately. The other one I do like, and I'd, I'd probably have a listen back to what we said on the Sheffield United Bournemouth piece um, on Monday's pod, was Justin Cliver at 4.6. Might be your solution. Now there's probable rotation in there at some point in forthcoming weeks. But yeah, that's not bad. That's probably the one for you. He's, he's Justin Cliver. Ben Duncan says, will you take a minus four to do Bowen to Saka if news on Bowen is inconclusive? Only if you wanted to captain him, which I don't think is the right answer. So, But again, it's not necessarily minus four Bowen Saka, is it? Right, If Bowen doesn't play, who's coming off your bench? So if it's Issa Kabore coming off your bench, we got, and we look at it that way and go, right, okay, I've got Kabore coming off the bench. Is this minus four now worthwhile? Like the answer is probably yes, isn't it? So that has to be a factor. Hanny says, would you start Alvarez over Darwin, Watkins, Sun and Martinelli? Yes. I'll be starting Alvarez over Sun. So that's a yes. Uh, Andy Max says, hey, buddy, debating whether to get Raya in for Turner. We'll save the one million in the bank to do Shimikas to either James or Poro when fixtures turn in a couple of game weeks. What would you do and who would you go for? I like this question. Um, the answer is somewhere leaving the options open. But I, I, if you're going Ray in a couple of weeks, then I think that waits all the way till like maybe game week 19, right? Um, and I just want to check when Arsenal play Brentford again because I, I do think... It's in that March period. Yes, yeah, game week 28. But the only thing with that is we did cover this on, I think on COTC the other week, was uh, when we had Adam and Tom on when we did before Brentford and Arsenal. Obviously 28 and then 29 is a blank and in 30 they play Man City. So you might go, all right, I'm going to move that on anyway or you might be free hitting wild card and afterwards, whatever. So rare long term's fine. Discuss that. That's okay. Uh, I would prefer Poro over James. At the moment, Poro's doing the things that we want James to do, just without the assuredness of clean sheets at the moment. So, would prefer Poro as part of the plan, but listen, I might be sitting in this time next week, and I'm buying Reese James next Friday. That's that's possible. Um, but I'm, I'm options open, Andy, and I think from that perspective, you'd be better off saving the money if you're unsure. Um, and there's nothing wrong with keeping Shimikas. Nothing wrong with it. We're fearing what Manchester United at home in, in game at seventeen. They'll be they'll be really focused for that. They're, they're almost just as likely to concede this weekend as they are at say Manchester United at home because the focus is correct. Hanny says Taylor Fort's over Trippier, Gabriel, and Shimikas for this week. No, I wouldn't be playing Charlie Taylor over any of them. No, uh, Captain Roll, thank you for your question, but I've answered that at least four or five times already. Billy Taylor says, do you reckon Zinchenko is worth the extra saving over Saliba? I'm going to say no. Nope. 
There's nothing to say that Ben White's not coming back in at some point. Tommy Yasu moves to the left. No, I don't think it's worth the risk. Uh, ben Woz just says, I've held Alvarez since was 6.5. Should I migrate to Palmer, get Semenyo? Mid then would be Salah, Sun, Saka, Bumo and Palmer. So who have you got instead at, at, at the moment? It's probably going to be someone shit and cheap, isn't it? I'm going to guess. No, I'm not in a rush. I certainly wouldn't sell Alvarez this week. Like, view after the weekend. Villa away, there's a case to say sell, but look at them 16, 17 fixtures, Luton and Palace. Palace without Decore now. Now, I think he's staying for me, I think. And again, like, I think Nunes is better, for example, over this period, but is it worth the transfer? That one's worth more. I can't go Alvarez to Nunes in one. I would consider it if I could because I won't be buying Alvarez back, right? Unlike that Watkins example I gave them, like, right, I'm definitely going to want to buy it back. Uh, Sweet Blues says, smash a like, everyone. Thank you very much, mate. That'd be hugely appreciated. Way there, guys. If you want to buy me something nice for Christmas, support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Planet FPL. As a reminder, all basic plus tier patrons will have access to every podcast released in December. And our intermediate plus tier patrons will have access to all the advanced tier content, including the regular favorites such as Talking Tactics, Nico's Corner, my team news streams on a Friday, the unanswered cues, Twitter stories, chip talk, all that jazz is available for intermediate plus tiers as well. Or if you just want to support the show and don't want any extra content, just support us on Patreon. We'd be very grateful. Uh, Tom Sleeman. Says thoughts on Garnacho as an enabler. That's another option for the, the person who's asking about 4.8, so right? It's 4.7. Doesn't feel right timing wise, though. You look at over the next five Newcastle, Liverpool, West Ham all away. Doesn't feel right in the sense that I think you want to bench it a lot. So definitely one to keep an eye on. Falls into that category. I probably heading for game week 18 actually would pro- rather take a punt on Cliver, actually which I think has more danger. Anthony being back causes a little bit of danger to Garnacho as well. So can it be Anthony right, Rashford left, and then Hoyland back through the middle? Yeah, let's consider obviously Rashford was suspended in Turkey. So Anthony is no longer a definitive, definite starter, but also don't think he, he doesn't want to play Rashford on the right. That's offered a solution. So no, the more I think about it, it's it's a little risky. Rudy Visma says, long-time listener, subscriber, first-time poster. Welcome, Rudy. Uh, not to be a beg, but just wanted to say thanks for the truly superb content and vibes always. Go well this weekend. Stay warm. Thank you, Rudy. Yes, I do intend to try and stay warm. That's probably going to be a little bit unsuccessful for me on Sunday, but uh, I thank you, mate. Please do post again. Andrew Gronin says, James, uh, like you, I have Sonny benched in my bus team, but now I have an injury on Watkins, an illness on Kudos. And the ongoing water on Bowen's knee, not expecting clarity in the press to start sun. What difference does it make? All these players, let's take a moment here. All these players, Bowen, I think he's uh, he's a start or he doesn't play. Watkins is a start or he doesn't play. Kudos might be one well, because we don't know the illness. I guess he could be a used substitute. But now nah, stay as you are, pal. Brian says, Lascelles, Archer or Porro first bench if Watkins is out. Just Lascelles, I think, over Porro. Uh, Subbert's blog says, hey, James, would you start Ariola or Keller this weekend? I mean, if you've gone Keller, start him. Yeah. 
Uh, ben Scott says, hey, James, do you think Tommy Yasu is an option for a minus four? God, no. Or do you have any other suggestions on the 4.8 or teams to look at short term? 4.8, it's not for this week, but Destiny Doggy might come back on your radar next week. Minus four, not Kane. It's very rare you're going to get me on a minus four for a defender, and I'm going to say, yeah, great. And as per what I said to the Zinchenko, like Ben White could just come back in for Tommy Yasu. He is playing well. It doesn't mean he stays in the team. It's a no from me. Chris Henry says, looking ahead to January, how do you think teams will cope without their talisman? Does it make Liverpool, Tottenham uninvestable? Any argument to hold Sun, Salah, Bumo to avoid substantial loss in squad value? No, that's that's different, right? They're going to be missing probably game week 21 through 23, a month-long period. And I think if the teams get to the final 24s out the running as well, that's too long. That's too long. So in terms of the teams themselves, like maybe Brennan Johnson, maybe Richarlison will step up. I would think the one I'd referenced a couple of weeks ago, unfortunately, he's got injured. But I think Jota would have been a really interesting one for the period that, that Salah's absent. It might be that he's now Luis Diaz. So are these teams still investable over that period? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Liverpool are going to like going to Arsenal uh, in game with 23 without Salah, but it, it is what it is. So yeah, those teams could still be invested in. I think in terms of holding them, what's the best case here? So you're up 0.5 on Salah, maybe you're up 0.7, maybe on Sun. You might, maybe did he dip to 8, 9? I think he might have actually. So you could be 0.8 up. That's a lot. But I'd look at it and go over that period. Does he dip to 9.3-ish? Yeah, probably. So I think it's a sell. Uh, I'm going to cover two more because I can see them on the screen. Uh, Stephen Smalley says, Hi, James. My season is going well just inside top 10K. One free transfer. Uh, Bowen, Eze and Watkins. Would you take a minus four just for Eze to whom? 0.6 in a bank. So Anthony Gordon is he's the one if you can't get to Bumo. Um slight preference on that over Palmer at the moment. But there's not a lot in that. That's a flip of a coin between them two. Uh and Subert's blog says, Will you be looking at Atlay Beyinder in the wildcard due to Anana being at AFCON? And do you think there's any chance he could take the shirt if his run goes well? Uh, the fixtures aren't terrible for that period that Anana would be away. So you're looking at, just having a look at it now. So Tottenham at home, Wolves away, West Ham at home, and maybe Villa away. I don't think it's, it's not great either. Um, when you compare that, say, with Sanchez fixtures over the same period, okay, there's a Liverpool away in there, but it's also Fulham at home, Wolves at home, and then there's maybe Crystal Palace away. And from the wildcard period, other than Liverpool way fixture, Chelsea's fixtures are great. And Sanchez just takes away that. If you want defensive coverage of Chelsea, just takes away that headache. So the one I was looking at, ironically, like I've obviously still got Johnson. The one week where it's bad for Chelsea, uh, which is game with 22 when they go to Liverpool, Palace actually have Sheffield United at home. Um, and then when they go to Manchester City in game week 25, Palace have Everton away which isn't terrible. The week after Chelsea play Tottenham, which could also be postponed, obviously, if Chelsea met the Carabao Cup final in game with 26. And Palace have Burnley at home. So I might even end up... It's probably an expensive way of doing it. 
but I might even end up with Sanchez and Johnson. There's awareness for me of moving Turner to Sanchez potentially next Saturday rather than going Johnston to Sanchez. I say next Saturday. I mean, sorry, ahead of game week 16, just for clarity. So Sanchez really for me, if I was going a 3.9 keeper, sure, he'll come into contention because he's going to play over that period. But it's a little bit like Mikella now. Like if it works for you, fine. But you still need another keeper, right? Because when you if you wildcard in 19, like Anana's going to play against Villa in 19, he's going to play against Nottingham Forest in game with 20. So you still need another keeper. So I don't think it's quite as good as, as it sounds. But I, I like the idea. Okay, we'll leave it there, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, if you're listening to the audio, uh, hit a five-star review. It all really goes a, a long way, by the way. So does liking, sharing, retweeting, all those things on Twitter and other other stuff. It all really helps, guys. It, trust it. It does mean a lot, actually. Uh, if you're watching live on stream, smash a like. Deadline stream tomorrow at the later than usual time because we don't have a 12.30 kickoff tomorrow. So the deadline stream will start at 12.30 ahead of the 1.30 p.m. UK time deadline uh, for advanced and intermediate plus tier patrons. Your team news stream will be at four o'clock today. Next week is obviously a little bit messy with the Tuesday deadline. Um, it's going to be in terms of our main content that's freely available for everyone. Game week review Monday and Friday next week. Uh, Tuesday COTC will be Villa Man City with Lee Jackson, Johnny Pringle. There's another one on Wednesday. Manchester United versus Bournemouth, Gary Robinson and Neil Grover. And so Sky Fantasy Football Podcast next week will be on Thursday. Again, if you want to support the show and have additional content or just because you want to give us a bit of support and keep the lights on, uh, it's www.patreon.com forward slash planet FPL. For anyone whose questions I didn't get to, apologies. If you want to tag me, please don't slide in my DMs. Uh, if you want to tag me on Twitter, we'll happily answer your question later today uh but just sees me say thanks everyone who contributed to the stream smash a like hit the sub button on your way out and for the benefit of those on the audio cue music please manchild Podcast Network.